Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life, but I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 13, Real Talk. I remember a couple of years ago, I was standing in the kitchen of my apartment and it had just been one of those days. I had been pacing and fussing and just having this inner dialogue with myself about life just not being exactly what I thought it should be at that moment. And for whatever reason, I just started yelling at God and said, God, I'm so sick and tired of X, Y, and Z. And it caught me off guard, one, because, you know, at that time, I still kind of had this wall up between me and God that he he should only be seen as as holy. And I have him on a pedestal and all these things. So when I started yelling, I'm literally thinking, okay, Tamia, you have completely lost your mind. But as I started venting and started like, you know, walking him through all the things I was feeling, I began to feel a sort of relief. And what prompted me to do that was I just could not shake this uncontrollable feeling that I had had. I had been praying to God and asking him to change the situation. Nothing had happened. It just seemed like I kept getting pushed up against the wall and everything about that moment was just drowning me and I couldn't understand. It was almost like I didn't believe that he heard my prayers, he heard my cries. So maybe I needed to talk a little louder. And I will tell you guys, that was the most memorable moment that I had because it changed a few things for me. What it did was it allowed me to really stand in that moment and say, okay, so God already knew that I was enraged, right? The the creator who knew who I was before I knew who I was, who has seen the end of my life, the middle of my life, Everything about that that I knew in theory, I actually was not really applying it to real life. So as I was walking around frustrated because I refused to admit my frustration, it literally dawned on me that God knew that I was frustrated. He knew that I was disappointed. He knew that I was upset at how things were panning out. And all he needed for me to do was just trust him enough with that emotion and just say it. And, you know, there are so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about God knowing who we are, him knowing the motives of our heart, him knowing what we're thinking before we think it. And, you know, one of the most popular ones that kind of give that gives that narrative is in Jeremiah. And it's the first chapter in the fifth verse. And it says, I knew you before you were formed within your mother's womb. Before you were born, I sanctified you and appointed you as my spokesman to the world. And when we hear that scripture, like we have to really stop and say, who am I fooling? Who am I trying to get one over? 
on. And at the moment in which we understand that we serve a good father who wants to hear us, who wants to be in relationship with us, then we will tear those walls down. And the other part about that that's so interesting to me is that when you think about any type of, let's just use like a a 12 step program or any type of of self-help program or situation or whatever, one of the first things that most of them ask you to do is to acknowledge whether you're acknowledging an addiction or you're acknowledging a hurt or a pain or a behavior. The first step is always to acknowledge that it exists. And that is so important because if we're not willing to acknowledge that we're hurt, that we're frustrated, that something is going on, then everything after that will be impossible to come to fruition, right? Because how can you address something that you don't want to believe is actually so, right? So as I began to walk through like all of my hurt, my disappointment, my frustrations, I then began to hear God clearer than I ever have before. So, you know, we can have real talk with our friends, with our coworkers, with our parents, with our children or whomever. But the one entity that we should be having the realest conversation with, we allow there to be a wall or we allow there to be a a prim and proper way to communicate with God. When all he is asking is that you present all of you to him. And once you present all of yourself to him, then he will be able to commune back to you in a way in which you'll be able to really hear what it is he's trying to say. And I'll tell you guys, in that moment, he began to show me some things that I was refusing to see and to understand and to hear because I had that wall up. And once those walls came down, it began to change me. Does that mean that everything was answered and sold up and, you know, I had the solution to every last one of my problems? Absolutely not, because most things it's a process. I'm sure you guys have heard me say that a ton of times there is a process, but the layers began to pull back, to be peeled back. Once I opened up myself to be really honest with God about where I was. And I'll tell you, when I think about being unapologetically free and this whole talk about freedom, that's where it starts. That's where it starts when you can recognize that you're in a place, that you're not feeling your best, that you're not enjoying life as as you would like to, because God already knows. And I think that that's probably, you know, the 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 enemy's way of deceiving you and really causing you to not lean in and trust God when he can make you feel like, you know, God doesn't want to hear that. You should always feel a certain kind of way. And yes, the caveat to that is that we as believers should always know that we serve a good God that loves us, that he's our father, that he wants the best for us, and that he disciplines us because he cares for us. All those things, we know them in theory, but at times practicality is a little difficult for us. So those are those moments when you just have to walk through 
how you're feeling and lay it all at his feet in order for him to be able to transform you. And with each conversation that I had with God past that point of having the real talk, I began to notice a transformation within myself like no other. I began to get free. I began to say, okay, God, let me tell you, you know, I'm not like X, Y, and Z, and you know, I'm a little, you know, upset about this and that. And the conversations became so pure. The conversations became so real when I could walk out what I was feeling. Now, the challenge is once you have admitted where you are and you have laid it at his feet, then you have to allow him to change you. You can't stay bitter. You can't stay in that bad place. You have to continue to walk out what the word says about once you know you are free, you are free indeed. So continue to move forward in that thought process so you can get out of that place. So again, going back to when I think about being free, it starts with me knowing that I have a concerned Heavenly Father. I have a concerned Heavenly Father who wants me to talk it out with him, who wants me to trust him enough with my innermost thoughts. Mind you, those thoughts that he already knows, right? So none of it is a surprise to him. So I can dress it up, put a bow on it, you know, package it up. And he's looking at me like, you know, I'm already on the other side of this emotion. I'm already on the other side of this feeling. So let's just go ahead and address it head on and let me know where you are so I can show you where you're going. And when I continue to reflect on that in times, because don't get me wrong, life will bring about some things that we are not excited about consistently. It's almost like the more that we do right, the more that we're trying to stay in the right frame of mind, it seems like those trials and tribulations will continue to come. But the, the one thing that we sometimes do or that people sometimes do is in the moment when we're not feeling our best or things are blowing up all around us we decide to go quiet we decide to to go radio silent with god when he's like hey I've been here all the time, so why is it that you can't talk to me? Why is it that you don't wanna hear from me anymore? And one of the things that I never wanna forget is what it feels like when that relationship is not as strong as it once was. And I think we all can sit down and think about when we have encountered God, when we felt his presence, when we have, you know, been overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit and what that feels like, and then to move into a place where we feel like our problems are bigger than God, our issues are bigger than God, the circumstances are bigger than God. And so we put up that wall and we really expect things to get better and that again is a trick of the enemy in that if I can isolate you from 
your life source, then I can feed you all sorts of things. I can lie to you. I can deceive you. I can continue to put thoughts in your head that you are less than, that you're not worthy. And so whenever things are going on, whenever situations rise up, that is the time to raise your hands and say, God, I surrender. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to give. I have nothing but this honest moment with you right now. So speak to me, transform me, do something within me. And I promise you that level of vulnerability will completely change your outlook. Like once you really understand the need to be dependent upon him, then you will see how he will take care of you like no one else can. So when we think about real talk, it has to start with God. It has to start with us trusting him enough to say those things that we think he doesn't want to hear because mind you, he already knows. He's just waiting on us to just lay it before him and he's ready to jump in and do whatever needs to be done to get us over. And so even as I'm talking to you guys right now, you know, I started reading um, this book called, let me find the title so I can say it correctly. It's not supposed to be this way by Lisa Turkis. And if you remember when I talked about my target trip, that that was one of the books that I got. And she's talking about disappointments and, you know, kind of where you should stand in that moment and how, you know, if we allow God to to kind of carry us through the things that he can show us and what he can do for us. And she has a section behind each chapter and it's called going to the whale. And I absolutely love that concept. And the purpose of it is, is to make sure that you understand, you know, kind of what you read, kind of have some self-reflecting moments, just to make sure that you are not being lost in the minutia of information. And one of the, the questions to think on was, you know, what plans or thoughts have you had about how your life should turn out? And then the other one is, in what ways do you feel you're attached to the outcome more than trusting God in the process? And so those questions just completely, you know, stopped me in my tracks and it made me think about okay, God, let's really talk about this. And one of the things that I touched on in my very first podcast in and around, you know, uh, forgiveness starts with an apology was me, as I dug into those layers of that apology, the root of it was, is that I was disappointed in God. I was disappointed in the fact that my life had not turned out like I assumed that it would. Certain things had not happened for me like I thought that they would. So in this moment right now, and I think about when I was reading that and being able to go to God and tell him what I really thought about those questions and being able to just allow him to love me there and not feel any shame or condemnation about being honest with him because I can tell him, hey God, I envisioned this situation going a certain way and I'm hurt or I'm devastated or I'm frustrated that it did not happen that way. But Lord God, I trust 
that you know better. You know the, the, the things that were on the other side that I may have not ever even saw because as we're walking through life at times, we're very blinded, right? We're blinded by our flesh. We're blinded by what it is that we think is right. But God is already on the other side of a situation knowing what's going to happen. So when things don't quite line up like we thought they would, we have to first stop and say, okay, God, if we truly believe that you are the beginning and the end, you are everything, you know everything, you're all powerful, you're all seeing, then we have to understand that he stop some things in our lives to keep us from going to that point of no return, right? So as I was asking myself those questions and really digging down deep to, okay, so what's the root cause of me feeling that way? I was able to have a good conversation with God and allow him to tell me just what I told you. Like I'm on the other side of that. I was able to see what was going to happen had you continued to go left or you continued to go right. And it completely uplifted my spirits. So again, when you're having that real talk with him, have it with expectancy that you're gonna hear some things that you need to hear, that you're gonna be able to see some things that without being honest, you wouldn't be able to see and that he's going to comfort you and love you right in that moment, even if it's in the form of discipline, because just like any good parent, you know that there are times that you have to correct your child because you know that if they keep going out in the middle of that road without looking left or right, then there's a possibility that they could get hit. So our God does the exact same thing for us. So continue to just allow him to work through those moments, work through those feelings, work through those emotions, and he will be able to show you all of the goodness that he has for you if you just trust him. And trusting him is going to start with that conversation, the honest conversation. Thanks guys for spending these few minutes with me. I really hope and pray that you can start having some real talks with God and in having those real talks that you are open to what it is that he has to say. I hope you guys have a great day on purpose.